Hello guys, today I'm going to read Chinese Christians in the Boxer Rebellion. Boxer Rebellion, 1900 to 1901. The 20th century began with a terrible persecution of China. In China, secret society members known as Boxers, hateful of foreigners and Christians, organized across the land. Christian devils brought Christian devils trouble our country, they declared. In 19, in 1900, they struck out determined to kill every foreign missionary and Chinese Christian in the land. Bands of armed men tore down churches, burned houses, and murdered thousands of Christians. Many Chinese Christians risked their lives to protect the missionaries and face death with faith and courage. Late in May of 1900, Pastor Meng was attending a church conference in Peking when the word came that the boxers were destroying the railway between Peking and his hometown. Meng decided to return home at once. Friends concerned for his safety urged him to stay. The missionaries and the church members will need me, he told them. He turn, returned home and despite the danger, continued preaching in his congregation and in the street chapel. A gentleman asked Pastor, Pastor Meng, why don't you hide away for her? I'm a chap, I'm a shepherd of the flock, Meng answered. Can I leave them? Another man told him to leave the foreign missionaries as a as for as a Chinese man. He could easily find a safe place until troubles passed. The chi the missionaries have stayed by us, Meng said, and I shall stay and live or die with them. By the end of June, boxers controlled the city and everyone knew that those living in the mission compound were doomed to die. The Chinese Christians were compound still had time to escape, but three foreign missionaries could not slip away unnoticed. Pastor Meng pulled aside his son and said, Tito, I have arranged a friend for a friend to hide you from the boxers. I cannot forsake my missionary friends and the Christians who have not no one else to uh, depend upon, but I want you left to wake to take up the work after I'm gone. Father, his son said with tears in his eyes, I want to stay here with you. I'm not afraid to die. No, said his father answered. If we are all killed, who will be left to preach Jesus to these poor people? In the dead of the night, Tito climbed uh, over the high wall of the mission compound and fled to safety. The next day, when Pastor Meng preached to, in the city chapel, boxers burst in, stabbed him in the head, and dragged him to a pagan temple. They demanded that he renounce his faith and reveal the whereabouts of Christians in the city. Although he 
scor although they scorched his shoulders with burning candles and tore one of his arms out of the joint, he told them nothing. When it was clear that he could not co cooperate, the boxers drew their knives and killed them. him. Tito went to study at Christian Academy and prepare for the ministry. Later, he returned to his hometown and discovered that nearly all his family were murdered by the boxers. I'm not sad or lonely, he said. How could I have thought a few months ago during the terror that I could be so, that I would so soon be with our Christian friends and that I and that I would have a chance to study that I would go to church every Sunday with hundreds of people who had escaped from the boxers. God has been really good to me. Mr. K Mrs. Kao and her daughter, Jessica, a recent graduate of the missionary school in Peking, were bright and beautiful women of God. Miss Kao spent her days telling women about Jesus Christ. She visited medical clinics and homes, passing out Christian literature and Bibles and sharing their, her faith in Christ. One day, when her husband was away, boxers banged angrily at the gate of the cluster of houses where she lived. Kill! Kill! The boxers screamed as they kicked the gate. Where are the kills? they shouted. Trampling women and children cowered in the corner of the yard. Mrs. Kao stepped calmly from her door and said, "We are the Kaos. These are other families. Are these other families are not Christians? Please permit my daughter and me to put on our long coats, and then we will go with you. Take the take the bind, take and bind them. The boxer." leader ordered them. We are women, Mrs. K.O. said gently. Why bind us? We are believers of the Lord. If we promise not to turn, we surely will not do it. Bind them tightly, lest they escape, the leader bellowed, glaring at Mrs. K.O. They tied their thumbs together tightly behind their backs and pushed the woman from their home. At the ghetto get gateway, Miss Kao turned to her terrified neighbors in a courtyard and said, Sisters, I, I have been the cause of great fear coming to you today. Farewell. If I am permitted to see you again, I shall rejoice. If not, I hope that we may meet in heaven. I, I should be glad. So glad if you all believed in Jesus. The boxers shoved them into the dusty street and led them through an angry mob. Aha! One man shouted, See the followers of the foreign devils from the boxers have captured. They'll soon be done for. Isn't that Mr. Kyle, the, Kyle, the woman preacher? Someone called. Yes. And that pretty girl, years for, and that pretty girl must be her daughter, and one who's been studying for years in the fort with the foreign devils 
in peeking, another answered. It's impossible for Miss Kyle to walk quickly, for her feet have been crippled tight, binding, binding as a child. Hurry up, the boxers yelled. By tight, uh, by the boxers yelled, hitting their backs with the flat edge of their swords. My mother's feet are small, Jessica protested. It isn't easy for her to walk. Don't carry her so. The boxers pushed them forward roughly to the courtyard of the pagan temple where they were made to stand in the scorching sun. Miss Kale looked Mrs. Kale looked into Jessica's eyes and asked, Are you afraid? Mother, she answered, Jesus is with us. There isn't anything to fear. Let's pray together. Mrs. Kyle told Jessica, with, with their hands tied behind their backs, surrounded by a jeering crowd, they knelt in the dust and prayed. When they arose, Miss Kyle smiled. She turned to her daughter and said, uh, she turned to her daughter and said, Jessica, I see Jesus has come. Do you see him? Mother, she answered, I believe that Jesus is always with those who love them. him. They separated mother from daughter and hustled Miss Kyle the, through a trial, sentencing her to death. After guards marched her to the place of execution, Miss Kyle said to the boxer leader, I am only condemned. I am only a condemned criminal, but I ask you a, but I ask of you one favor. Please give me a little time to pray for my heavenly Father. He granted her a moment, and she knelt and prayed, Father, forgive them. They don't understand what they're doing. An executioner beheaded her in the spot. Jessica spared from the sword, died from a disease a few months later. She told her father of the death on her deathbed. Father, now I'm going before you see my mother's face. The one important thing is that you to see my mother's face. The only... Uh, the only important thing is that you should hold fast to the holy truth of God and go, as I'm going, to the heavenly home. During the Boxer Rebellion, Shanzai was known as the Martyr Province. The Shanzai governor spared no effort in murdering Christians. One day, soldiers drove about 60 missionaries and their children like cattle into the courtyard of the governor's mansion. The governor ran his eyes over the missionaries and ordered the death sentence. Then a 13-year-old golden-haired girl, a daughter of a missionary, walked forward and stood before the governor. Why are you planning to kill us? She asked in a loud voice, easily heard by all. 
Haven't our doctors come from far-off lands to give their lives for your people? Many with many with hopeless diseases have been healed. Health and happiness have been brought into thousands of homes because of what our doctors have done. Is is it because of this good has been done that you are going to kill us? The governor hung his head and said nothing. Our missionaries, she continued, have come from foreign lands and have preached Jesus to drug addicts and gamblers, and Jesus have saved them and given them power to live rightly and to love and obey their parents. Is it then perhaps that this good has been done that we are to be killed? Red-faced and writhing, the governor sang notes to a soldier who snatched the girl by the hair and cut off her head with one swift blow of the sword. In minutes, all the Christian men, women, and children in the courtyard were slaughtered. The Chinese scholar who was in the governor's courtyard at that day was amazed by the fearless and calm of the Christians facing death. I saw 59 men, women, and children killed that afternoon. A scholar told a missionary a few years later, even in the very moment of death, every face seemed to hold a smile of peace. It was a wonder, therefore, that such a marvelous courage should have led me to search your scriptures and compelled me to believe that the Bible is truly the word of God. He turned to the missionary, his eyes filled his high his eyes filled with a flood of tears, and said, I am convinced that there can be no salvation for sinners except through the Redeemer, Jesus Christ. After troops from Europe and America crushed the boxers, they forced the Chinese government to pay restitution to the Christians who made claims for property lost in the rebellion. Surviving missionaries and Chinese Christians came out of hiding and returned home. They faced great challenge in forgiving their enemies, who those who had killed their loved ones and destroyed their houses. One Christian young woman, Mr. Miss, uh, one Christian young man, Mr. Mr. Chen, a preacher like his father, returned to his hometown to find that his father and mother and two sisters had been killed and the family home burned down. What payments do you want for your loss? An official asked him. I do not want payment, he answered, but I would like to go and preach the gospel to people who murdered my parents. They, he went and told the murderers about the love of forgiveness of Jesus Christ. The city of Shin Minfu, the boxers killed many Christians. 
Nearly every Christian family lost a father or a mother or a child during the rebellion. In the hope that one day they would seek revenge, Christian survivors wrote a list of 250 names of people in the area who participated in the killing. In a few years, in a few years later, in a revival of 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 the faith swept among Shin Minfield. In a church meeting, one young man stood up and said, "In 1900, the boxers came to my house and killed my father. All along, I have felt that I should grow up to avenge that wrong." But during these last days, the Holy Spirit has made the Holy Spirit has made me so miserable that I haven't even been able to eat or sleep or do anything. I know He is urging me to forgive the murderers for Jesus' sake. The next day, the list of 250 murderers had brought to the front of the church. They tore it into bits and stopped it under their foot. Praise God, one man said. He gave me the grace to forgive the murderer of my father. And in the years of following in the years of the following Boxer Rebellion, thousands of Christian missionaries rushed to China to replace hundreds of who had died. The Chinese turned to Christ, and vast numbers and flourishing churches sprang up in every province. The old saying, proud and true in China, the, bu- the blood of the martyrs is the seed of the church. Bye, guys. See you later. So that was Christ- Christian Chinese Christians. Bye, guys. See you later. See you later. See you later. See ya. See ya. Later. Bye, guys.